Hey everybody, this is Norm Ferrar, aka The Beard Guy here, and welcome to another Lunch with Norm, the e-commerce and Amazon FBA podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about effective ways to build your external traffic in 2022, what exactly and how to build external traffic, some tips for Shopify stores and lead generation campaigns, and what are some people doing wrong? What are the mistakes being made out there? So welcome to another Lunch with Norm, the e-commerce and Amazon FBA podcast. Okay, our guest today, he is a buddy of mine. We've met about a year ago. And uh, anyways, uh, just a great guy. I can't wait to uh, talk to him. He is got tons of knowledge. So if you have people out there that need help with external traffic, not only that, just a little bit of everything. So like after after this podcast, if you reach out and talk to Greg about anything, uh, you will be, it'll be worth it. Our guest today is an immigrant, a Canadian Army veteran, a triathlete who bootstrapped a seven-figure digital marketing agency then a seven-figure e-commerce brand. For the last decade, he's been a founder bootstrapping his way to launching, building, and scaling two seven-figure uh, companies. And Greg's also fulfilled. Greg is most fulfilled when he's helping other founders. And his motto is, we only rise by lifting others. My buddy, uh, can't wait. First time on the podcast is Greg Potapinko and Kelsey, roll the sponsor. A big thank you to our sponsor, Post Purchase Pro, the only complete A to Z done for you real email and text marketing service built specifically for Amazon sellers. My friends Sean Hart and Seth Stevens co-founded Post Purchase Pro after launching over a thousand successful private labeled products, growing 53 brands and get this, exiting 17 businesses. Post Purchase Pro creates all of your digital assets 100% for you from marketing inserts, complete sales funnels, email follow-up sequences, and weekly email promotions. They manage and optimize everything for you to drive more sales, get higher ranking, and receive more reviews on Amazon. So check out Post Purchase Pro now to see if you too will see enormous growth like their nearly 500 clients worldwide. That's Post Purchase Pro at postpurchasepro.com slash lunch. All right, so we're back. I can't wait to talk to Greg about this external traffic topic. Um, if you know anybody who's interested in this or having some issues with external traffic, this is the perfect podcast to listen to. So reach out, tag them, get them into the uh, into the uh, podcast uh, live. It's going to be really awesome. But before that, something else really awesome. My son, Kelsey. That's me. Hello, everyone. <laughs> Good to see you. People say and I don't give you compliments. See? I know. There, there we go. That's proof. That's on, that's on record. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> All right, so it's good to see everyone uh, joining in the comment sections. AMZ Elite was first today. Good to see you. That's Tom all the way in England. Uh, we got Darwin, Cool Hand 99, Andrew Smith, and it looks like Christine um, from Facebook. So it's great to see everyone. Um, we are talking about external traffic today. So if there are questions, comments that you have, go ahead, put it into the comment section, and uh, we'll get to it right away. Um, or we'll get to it uh, halfway through the show. We'll do the second half of the Q&A section. So but make sure you get uh, your questions in. And don't forget to give us a thumbs up. Smash those like buttons. If you are watching from YouTube, make sure you hit the subscribe button and ring the bell so you get all the notifications. And if you're on Facebook, join our Facebook group, Lunch with Norm, Amazon FBA, and E-Commerce Collective. We've got a great community there. You can get discounts. You can talk and engage um, with other sellers, um, experts from the show. Um, and it's just a great place to share your opinions, um, see updates, uh, what's going on in Amazon and Ecom. And uh, yeah, just a great place to hang out. So definitely join that. And I think that's about it for me. 
All right, very good. Uh, Kelsey, can you check the uh, the private? Yep, I got uh, it. Greg, uh, okay, Greg just had a question. All right, like we were talking about, if you have questions today, I hope you have questions today. I hope you have a ton of questions today because this is a topic that a lot of people want to know about. They want to know how to drive traffic to Amazon, to their Shopify stores, and Greg is definitely the person to talk to. So comments or questions, let us know. And to start things off, just all the listeners that are talking, are you driving external traffic? Are you happy with the results you're getting? Kind of curious about that. All right, so we can get started here. I know that, uh, uh, Greg, I just want to make sure that you're okay. I know you were trying to get uh, this link over to your audience, but if everything's cool, sit back, relax, grab a cup of coffee, enjoy the show, everybody, and welcome, Greg. Thank you. Thank you, Norm, and thank you, Kelsey, for such a wonderful intro, and I'm really happy to be on your show. It took uh, some uh, email and phone and LinkedIn DM tags to get it this to happen but finally we're here we're making it happen and um, ready to answer all the questions from your from your tribe yeah and this this is great and i i say this a lot of the times but this is what i love about networking going out to events you know we got to meet at an event got to talk you know and and you got me a speaking uh uh, uh engagement over at a digital startup i mean this is all great so just going out to an event, rubbing shoulders with people, and just getting to know people—it's um, awesome. And this is one of the results. We, you know, now Greg and I have become friends. We're um, we're meeting each other at events, and we can also share each other's knowledge. So, anyways, I just wanted to say that because it's so important to get out there um, to actually meet people. It's—I don't know. I just find it, virtual events are nice. You get some information, but to get to know people, which is more important, uh, you got to get out to these live events, whether it's free or if you have to pay a few dollars. I don't know if you have any thoughts on that, Greg. I uh, just wanted to bring up uh, that we also shared an Uber uh, <laughs> once. Uh, but no, absolutely. Um, I was spending like a year and a half uh, in um, quote unquote lockdown. And by no means I was locked down. We actually spent uh, several months in Costa Rica and Alberta and BC and Florida with the family. But I mean, like, we haven't gone to any live events, which um, I only realized how much I missed those when yeah. I went to my first one this year again. And uh, there's a um, tremendous value in uh, going out and meeting people face to face. Uh, because uh, of how much deeper the connection can be. And it doesn't have to be flying all the way to, you know, another continent or whatever. It could be something in your hometown. You know, we have a lot of little meetups even here in Toronto. There was a Titan meetup recently that was uh, very well put together and I met a few cool folks there. So, yeah, definitely take advantage of uh, FaceTime and uh, meet amazing people. Very good. I just saw a comment from Saad. Yeah, we do answer the questions, Saad, but if you're asking them like during the uh, the first half, usually we won't get to them. It's towards the end. So we'll be holding on and, and adding them uh, into a, a question section, and we'll just be going through them at the end. So don't uh, don't fear. We can actually see your questions. And uh, if we're, we're just getting through a bunch of the my questions to Greg before we get to uh, the audience's questions. So, yeah, please go ahead. You say you got a lot of them? Shoot. All right, Greg, uh, let's talk about external traffic. So most of my listeners are uh, in the audience are Amazon sellers. There's a lot of e-com sellers, but I don't think a lot of the Amazon sellers are taking advantage of branching out to Shopify or doing it well. What are the, let's talk about external traffics. What are the different types of external traffics people can use to drive their sales up on Shopify or on Amazon and then possibly over on Shopify as well? Yeah, so a great question, but perhaps I would want to take a step back and just maybe give a one minute uh, backstory of like uh, how I started. I mean, you did the intro very well, but it probably doesn't tell the whole story. So essentially- sure, go ahead. Um, so essentially, I started uh, in uh, affiliate marketing and performance marketing, basically learning how to run external traffic and 
I mean, tr paid traffic to um, other people's uh, offers, such as uh, could be physical products, could be lead generation funnels, could be app downloads, could be software downloads, a uh, number of those things. So uh, that forced me to learn uh, several ad platforms in the process. And I've been doing that since 2007. So um, I've learned how to do uh, Google advertising, Google search, Google display, YouTube video. Um, that's your well specialty, as, right? That's the, the longest uh, running one. That's where yeah. I started. That's where I spent the most money. Like I spent well over $50 million on, on that traffic source. Um, I've also done Facebook ads. I spent probably two or three million dollars there, and I've spent hundreds of thousands of dollars on several other traffic sources. Some of them are already gone; <laughs> uh, they don't exist anymore, like uh, some mobile display networks, um, for instance. Uh, you know, and there's other things like Yahoo uh, search ads, which are now part of the Microsoft search ads with Bing ads. So, long story short, I started with learning how to drive traffic to um, various products that belong to other people and about five six years ago i started doing it for myself as well and i chose shopify as the platform of choice where i would create uh, you know my own e-commerce brands my own e-commerce products for sale and um, that's on the tail end of it how i discovered amazon because i realized that people searching for what I advertise on Facebook, they may go on Google and type uh, the name of the product there. And then first search results that come up sometimes are Amazon or some people go straight to Amazon and, and look for them there. So I am an Amazon seller in a way, but essentially it's just to pick up that um, branded traffic that I generate through external traffic. So it, to an Amazon seller, I'm probably doing everything completely backwards where like Amazon is the very last thing that um, I implement it and not the other way around. Uh, as far as what people are doing to drive traffic, I mean, in my world, people are doing all kinds of things right now. I mean, anywhere from utilizing um, paid ads like myself uh, mm -hmm. from Google, from TikTok, from Facebook and Instagram, from uh, native ad networks. And uh, then there's affiliate campaigns. You can have affiliates drive traffic to you. Uh, you can have, you can buy email traffic, you can buy a space in newsletters, you, you can buy display placement uh, banner ads on websites and forums and whatnot. Like there's really a lot of places where you can buy traffic. And then of course people are doing um, the, the organic marketing where uh, they generate uh, traffic from uh, influencers. So it could be YouTubers, TikTokers, Instagram people, or like straight up SEO, like review sites, blogs, what have you. There's really a variety of ways of driving that external traffic to a website. And that website may happen to be Amazon in your case, or it could be a Shopify store or something else, ClickFunnels, Funnel, you name it. So long-winded answer, but I hope it kind of gives you some idea of uh, the possibilities out there. Right. And I think that's important that, you know, there is a, Mike McClary over at Amazing used to say that you have to do sort of blitz marketing, that you shouldn't just check, check out one form of marketing or external traffic to make a campaign work. Mm -hmm. Do you agree with that? So yes, no. It, I think it depends on where you are and uh, the maturity stage of your business. I mean, if it's if it's like you just starting out as a you know relatively new uh, Amazon seller, you don't have a lot of resources, you don't have a huge team, uh, you will just simply spread yourself too thin and you will never really get any traction anywhere because, you know, you just won't be able to learn uh, how everything works. So in that sense, I would recommend picking one mm -hmm. traffic source and really learning how to do it or find somebody, partner up with somebody who knows how to do it and let them do it for you. Now, where I agree with that question is like I alluded to in my previous answer is that um, customer journey on the internet doesn't take place on just one medium, one device anymore, right? So somebody can see an ad on Instagram, then uh, on their mobile device standing in line at Starbucks. Then they get to their computer at work, they Google it on their desktop device and they research it. And at night when they're watching Netflix, they're going to have their tablet and they're going to purchase it from Amazon or your Shopify store. So that's 
And this is why like that omnipresence, like being everywhere comes into play because yes, if you are not uh, ranked on Google, if you are not running PPC ads on Google, when somebody sees your social ad and wants to do research about you, they're not going to find you and therefore they're not going to transact with you, right? So um, that's my yes or no answer to that question. <laughs> So, and, and this is going to be like, how long is a piece of string, but are there any traffic sources that beginners should, should start off with? Um, okay. I mean, it's, it's difficult to answer that question, not being a beginner. So, uh, you know, you come, um, with a lot of kind of, you, you bring a lot of like skills to the table, even, even when you start on a new traffic source in a way, but I guess, um, there's two parts to it. So, Depends what kind of product is it. Like, I mean, I think typically Amazon sellers, from what I gather, they're uh, trying to get uh, into niches products with existing search uh, demand already, which means you're only producing, sorry, you, you're only promoting products that people are actively searching for, right? You're not really trying to invent a new category. I mean, some people probably are, but in general, would you agree that that's correct? Yeah, yeah, Okay, for sure. So in that sense, I mean, especially if you're already running uh, Amazon PPC, I think Google is kind of like the next logical step because you kind of have a lot of similar things. They like use similar keywords. You can probably like bring some keywords in from Amazon into the uh, Google Ads interface. You know, you have, you have certain uh, parallels. I mean, in my world where I started, there's a lot of people trying to come up with shiny new products that no one ever seen before and advertise them on social because social is designed for that kind of like wow and stop the scroll factor yeah which is sometimes not what people are actively searching for so like you would basically waste your time almost trying to advertise that on search because the search volume is so minuscule it's pretty much just the spillover from your social media ads that people are going to be searching for. And eventually, you know, if you're big enough and you, you can probably create your own category, your own demand. But I had a couple of products like that where like they would crush it on social and on search, nobody would ever like search for them. It'd be like 200 searches a month. Hmm. So um, as far as the ease uh, of learning, um, I mean, every, every traffic source will require you to invest into learning it to a certain extent nothing is just kind of like push button and it works anymore uh, my consideration are for instance like just social and video they require a lot of uh, video nowadays so you also have to look not only at what kind of product you are like i said but also what kind of you know capabilities you have in yourself and in your team let's say you're um, not very good with video you don't have the resources to process a lot of uh, video editing uh, at uh, a high rate of speed which is needed for uh, the creators are burning out really quick you may consider well maybe i'll just kind of stick with search ads for now and something that's a, a little simpler uh, operationally or you know like i said you go and find somebody like there are third-party um, solutions for video editing for sourcing the the footage from content creators and, and whatnot there are solutions for everything, but I think right now, like social TikTok and, and Facebook, and they are a little bit um, content heavy and they require a lot of creativity as compared to, let's say, like a search ad where, you know, somebody is searching for a widget and you just write a text ad that says why that widget is the best and why they should buy it from you, which for me, it is easier and um, less intensive than creating a whole like one minute video and then repeating right. it several times. You know, one of the things that I, I've noticed uh, with some videos lately, and this is just with some brands that we're working with, there are some that um, have produced some really nice videos. They mm -hmm. they have a bit of a budget. They've put it towards that. And we're running it on Amazon. We're running some on social. Uh, and then completely out of nowhere, this other brand comes up with this complete crap uh, <laughs> a 30 second video and it's cleaning up. Mm -hmm. It's just like an iPhone, poor lighting, mm -hmm. poor everything. And it's not like, it's not even like an Animoto or, you know, one of these um, uh, template type uh, 
videos where you can just put your image in and then some font. It's just, it's awful, but it's converting so well. Um, it, you know, it's interesting what people, and this, I think, this is me being long-winded and going all over the map, but uh, you can, ha you have to split test this stuff. Yes. You know, when, and, and when you're talking about external traffic, I don't care if it's video or if it's a platform, uh, you have to just try it out and you know where you can do this. So Greg, this is to the Amazon uh, listeners. You can play around with this to see the huge difference in results when you put up an Amazon post. Like you can do your video and you can do your slide deck and all that other stuff. But when you put out an Amazon post, do people like lifestyle? Do people like polished images? Do people like, mm -hmm. and you can see in the engagement reports what people are liking. And believe me, what you think they're going to like, you're probably wrong. And when you get that reaction, like what we're talking about today with, with video or with external ads, it's exactly the same thing. I don't know how many times I've looked at an ad and I thought, this is going to crush it. Got nothing. And then the other ones that I thought, okay, this, you know, this, this headline or this uh, display or this um, image or video, and it's terrible. And it, all of a sudden it converts. So it's kind of interesting. Yeah, no, I agree. We have a similar experience and uh, it's, it's um, sometimes, uh, you know, it's been known for a num number of years in the industry that like quote unquote ugc user-generated content outperforms produced videos I, you know i think you got to take that with a grain of salt and now there are produced videos that are actually professionally produced to look like ugc too like it's just a yeah a different style of a video so but in general i think it's because of the, the whole social uh, sharing component where like people are accustomed to their friends and um, influencers sharing a certain style of content and that's what "Quote unquote" resonates, and uh, they kind of see a produced uh, video for what it is, which is obviously an ad. Whereas, if it's like a selfie video, they won't know that it's an ad until like later in the video. Uh, but also, it depends what kind of branding you're going for. I guess you know if you are also uh, trying to elevate your brand, sometimes you you will have to produce those produced videos uh, at the end of the day, so that people know that okay, it's not just all you know crappy selfie videos. There's actually like a real company with a real budget behind right it. but you know uh yeah the, the the so what of this is like you said rightly is test different angles test different styles and see what works uh and uh, i would add my own affiliate marketer um sauce on top which means like look at the competition see what they're doing and what they're not doing uh you can go to any facebook pages uh, ads library and for free see what ads they're running today right now um, you know, if they've not been super secretive, you can go to their YouTube channel and look for uh, videos with lots of views. Uh, it's highly probable they're using that as a YouTube ad, unless they're using unlisted private videos. So there's information out there that you can uh, make educated guesses, not just wild guesses, but like educated guesses as to what works and what doesn't work. You just brought up a great point uh, about going into the Facebook library. Can you, excuse me, can you go, does Google or uh, uh, or, or TikTok, I guess, uh, no, I, I don't think TikTok has anything like that, but does some of these other uh, platforms, Twitter, so when we were at the conference, we heard Gower say, uh, talk about Twitter, Pinterest, do, are there any other platforms that allow you to see what your competition um, is doing? Um short answer no uh not from the top of my head uh that's why a lot of third party uh let's call them competitive intelligence tools aka spy tools were born like there are you know so, some of them have been shut down and mm -hmm. you know since season desist and everything because they're basically violating terms of service by scraping but there's third party um tools out there that show like the search ads that uh, other advertisers are running there like you know SEM rush spy foo keyword spy etc uh there's display ads spies for um uh, banners you know that uh, what kind of banner ads are being run uh, and there's native ads spy like adplexity and i forget like there's a ton of them um so uh not all of them are super accurate but i think facebook from from what i I know is the only one that is like doing it natively in in their own interface. I think everybody else is uh, 
not disclosing that data. Hmm. Well, even if you go to Facebook and you can see the the, the ads, mm-hmm. you can always split those on these other platforms as well. Uh, are there places you, you were talking about becoming an expert and, and I'm a firm believer in that. Mm-hmm. I try to have anybody that works with us go out and train an hour a day on something and we pay for it. But to help people that aren't doing external traffic right now, are there places where they can learn? Like I know you can, you can say YouTube, but um, are there other areas or mm-hmm. other companies that are doing a really good job um, training people for external traffic? Um, so let's a couple of points uh, inside of this question. So one is um, I read a book recently called Who, Not How. Uh, it's a great book. And basically it says that you don't have to be the expert at everything, right? Um, mm-hmm. You have to find people who are good or even better than you can ever be in something and just figure out a way for them to do it for you. Um, so I think that's that's like the long-term solution. But I also believe that you have to know enough to be quote-unquote dangerous. So somebody cannot pull wool over your eyes and like right. basically feed your BS that, you know what, the pixel has to learn for three months before, you know, you know what I mean? Like all the, all the stuff that if you know a little bit about the subject matter, you will say, no, 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 wait a minute. <laughs> that, that is not how it works. Um, as far as where to learn. Um, so like, I don't know specifically like who teaches how to drive external traffic to Amazon listings, because that's probably somebody in the Amazon ecosystem, right. which I'm only now starting to kind of have touch points with like yourself and, Dima's group and Titan and whatnot, but in general, like how to run external traffic. So um, there's a, there's a few names uh, that uh, jump out. So um, for example, for Facebook, like you can follow Nick Shackleford, one of the speakers at uh, our event there that we also spoke at in August. Uh, and then, you know, there's a friend of mine, his name is Depesh Mandalia out of the UK. Uh, it's got a really great um, Facebook uh, ads content. Uh, you know, I think uh, Goher here in Toronto has a bunch of content in his uh, his community about mm-hmm. uh, Twitter ads, Google ads, and um, shameless plug. I do have a Google ads group on Facebook as well. Um, What's I, the name of it? Um, it's, um, it's Google ads alpha to omega, kind of like long, long-winded, but um, basically... Um, it's um you're looking it up aren't you yeah (laughs) Um, i'm gonna drop the link uh, okay Uh, in the in the comments but yeah so essentially you know if you you find me on the uh on facebook you will find that um uh, you will find that um group so um, yeah, I mean the the big thing is you're right. Everything is on YouTube, and uh, you just have to kind of sift the uh, the good stuff from all the BS artists out there. Um, so you know, there's there's probably a good way of finding it is go to like um, a list of speakers at a like a marketing event, like SMX yep. for example, for search marketing or traffic and conversions for general marketing or you know like affiliate world and just look who the speakers are and like you know, check out their content and see what kind of uh, like uh, stuff uh, they have um, another good outside of YouTube like that's not an interesting point I interviewed people and recently like, I asked like how do you learn almost everybody exclusively says they learn through a video there's not a lot of people like you and I who like to read <laughs> books because I learned from books right um, back in the day there was no YouTube back then yeah um, but in general, um, there's a course on Udemy for for Google search by Isaac Rudansky. It's like thirty bucks, and it's amazing. I think it's really good. Um, so, anyways, we can drop names all day, all day long. I would say, like, yeah, if somebody has a specific question, uh, reach out to me, and I'll, I'll um, go through my network and just tell you who who's who to follow. But yeah, uh, the big thing is like, you know vet your sources right so have they spoken somewhere what kind of proven results do they have or is it just like some person that's just regurgitating content that's out there without even trying right right okay those are some good points and kelsey if you could drop some of those names that uh that greg was talking about uh, that would be fantastic i see 
Um, Dan Sullivan wrote uh, Who Not How. He's the founder of uh, Strategic Coach, which yes, is that's right. an incredible program. <laughs> okay. So I'm um, sorry for coughing in everybody's ear. and tried to mute, but uh, didn't work. Uh, okay. So just wanted to tell everybody, we've got this really cool new concept that Kelsey and I were kind of kicking back and forth. And uh, just wanted to get your opinion if this is a go, if this is a one thumb up, two thumbs up. But something we wanted to add, maybe once a week, uh, we wanted to see how people would respond. But we're going to call it trash your product or trash this product. And Kelsey, the millennial, his dad, me, the old guy, are going to take a look at somebody's listing. Uh, it, you'll have to share it. And then we would go through it. So you basically you get a free audit uh, when we're doing this, but we're going to be uh, honest. You know, we're not going to be Simon Cowell honest, but we're going to tell you what's good, what's bad, and what's ugly with your listing. We're going to give you a beard rating. So whether it's a two beard, three beard, or a five beard rating. And um, then what you can do is go back and just make the corrections. So, <clears throat> oh my gosh, I got this frog in my throat. So we just thought it would be really entertaining, but it would also provide a ton of value. Like if we were to do this through my agency, you know, there, we would charge money for this, but you would have a really thorough um, audit live uh, if you don't mind sharing your product, which uh, like I've always said, I don't mind sharing products. Um, you know, it, if people want to compete against me and drive more traffic, great. Um, you know, if you have a good listing, you don't have to worry about it. So. I'd really like to hear anybody's comments or um, if they could just give us, hey, do you think this is cool or not? Or do you think it's just something we should pass on? Um, all right. Now, listeners, so anybody have questions, um, please post them. I see we have a few coming in. Anything about external traffic whatsoever? Uh, and Saad, just again, we are going to get to the questions. So I just want to make sure if you have multiple questions, you can go ahead and answer them. All right. Um, or ask them. Uh, all right. I think we're going to be uh, having a, I don't think, I know we have a really cool giveaway. Uh, this is a thousand dollar value. It's a $1,000 value. And it, you go over, you can check it out. Greg is giving out um, a sit down consultation. And he, if you go to his website, you're going to get charged a thousand bucks. So one person is going to get this uh, consult with this expert. I mean, this guy knows his stuff. If you're interested, hashtag Wheel of Kelsey, tag two people, and you'll get a second entry. All right? So uh, we'll be announcing that a little bit later on as well. But uh, if you're interested, hashtag Wheel of Kelsey, and tag two people, you get a second entry. And Kelsey, we're going to enter this. Uh, all right, let's go to a sponsor. A big thank you to our sponsor, Startup Club, the largest club on Clubhouse with over 790,000 members and growing. They're one of the world's largest communities supporting the startup ecosystem from founders to those wishing to work for a startup and everything in between. You can find them at www.startup.club for blogs, recordings, and a calendar of upcoming shows and on the Clubhouse app. Just search Startup Club for daily shows 24-7. You can also now listen to their show, the Serial Entrepreneur Club podcast, on Apple and Spotify too. Stop by to connect, learn, and grow together. All right, very good. Okay, we got a lot of comments coming in, a lot more questions coming in, so we'll make sure we leave enough time at the end of the show to get to them all. All right, Greg, uh, let's talk about once you've gone, once you've done the training, uh, you, you're starting to feel comfortable. Are there any steps or any action steps that people can take to get going? To under, like now, and I, and I just want to make sure that uh, you're understanding the question. So, mm -hmm. I've, I've, okay, I've got the concept. I'm going on one platform. Now, to get going with it, I don't want to blow a wad of cash. How do I get going to make sure that this thing's going to work? Okay, so that's a, that's a great question. I think a lot of people are uh, you know, risk averse, especially now with the recession and all. And uh, in general, I would say um, 
there's several things. So first of all, make sure you are compliant, right? So uh, that's a big mistake where a lot of people make. They assume they are going to be allowed to advertise whatever it is that they're advertising. It may be legal, but maybe that ad platform doesn't like it, right? So uh, that's very important because um, you don't want to invest into building everything out and then just get banned or uh, rejected. Then um, another thing is, uh, like I alluded earlier, look at what the competition is doing. Like, don't just come in with like wild guesses, but like, take a look. Uh, you know, what uh, what kind of ads they're running? Who do you think they're targeting? What kind of keywords do you think they're using? You know what I mean? Like, um, that that kind of stuff. Um, so you're not just going in blind. You're going in with some data, right? Like like we used to say in the military, time and recce seldom wasted. Uh, recce is recon in the Commonwealth. Basically, do your reconnaissance. Um, and then uh, another thing is uh, tracking and uh, having uh, strict KPIs. So you have some sort of a, like basically a, a plan. Like, okay, I have a budget and be prepared to completely, uh, quote unquote, lose that money. So that's, mm -hmm. your, that's, that's your budget that you're prepared to spend and not see any returns for. Like that's, that's what you should be going in. Like if, if it's going to hurt you, to spend uh, 100 bucks then maybe just spend 50 i don't know but just go go in with that mindset that you are not going to see any returns for that initial budget uh the initial budget i like to typically go with again it's a very loosey doosey but the right. rule of thumb is about 10 times the um, sale price of your product per campaign per traffic source so for instance if you're testing a search and a shopping and a youtube campaign on google so you're going to at least budget three times times 10 times your sale price of your product right so that's kind of how much you kind of need to spend or no you need to budget that much to um to be prepared to spend that money but you don't have to spend it all what i mean by that is the kpi so you have to have in your plan the kpis that uh you need to hit or if you don't hit them it's going to be a, a signal for you to, to stop and readjust so we call them leading KPIs. So for instance, mm -hmm. if, if I launch a campaign and I see that uh, my click-through rate, my CTR is like zero, right? No one's clicking on my ads. There's no point then for me to continue running that campaign. I need to stop and change my ads. Like, so if my click-through rate is below a certain threshold, uh, you know, very loosely, like uh, some people say it's like 1% uh, on search or like 1% on Facebook ads. And then there's other, like, you know, if it's like, there's, there's no one 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 hard fast rule for that, but essentially, like if it's in the decimals, typically it's bad, right? <laughs> um, then let's say a lot of people are clicking on my ads, but they are bouncing off my page at ninety eight percent, ninety nine percent. Everybody's leaving within the first half a second, which means okay, my my page is not performing. Maybe it's uh, loading too slow. Maybe there's uh, something um, else that is broken. You know what I mean? So um, you basically work from the front end to the back end of your entire like marketing funnel and track those numbers and if they don't uh stand up to par you have to stop and readjust so bad ctr better ads bad uh, uh, you know bounce rate people are not adding to cart you got to change change your funnel right so um maybe change your targeting like you know some something like that so you don't have to spend the entire budget and then stop and only then evaluate you evaluate throughout the way and watch it uh, closely and be prepared to make adjustment based on what the data is telling you is there uh, i don't want to back in the corner on this um but the kpis that you are using would you be able to uh just provide them later on and we could post them in our group what to look for in an ad campaign so, I mean, yes and no. I mean, like I said, it's it's going to vary by industry. And I mm -hmm. like some of the industries that I'm more familiar with, I kind of have empirical evidence of what a good KPI is. Uh, I can share some rules of thumb, but they're like, they'll, they'll be like very, very uh, kind of like uh, high level. So right. it's not universal. It's not like set in stone. It's just something to to look at and it, it will widely depend on the, the country you're advertising in the industry the traffic source the platform so for instance like on social um ads you could be aiming for one percent click-through rate as a decent rate and then on mm -hmm. native i heard like some people are happy with 0.1 percent. so that's you know 10 times worse but for that traffic source it's considered okay right so right that kind of stuff for sure okay uh very good uh let me see 
tips, tips, tips. Let's shift over to the Shopify stores. When you're working with Amazon, it's very different than Shopify. Do you want to tell us a little bit about the differences? And the second question, I shouldn't do this to you, but the second question would be, you know, uh, what are or how can we work better with Shopify? Um, okay, no problem. Um, again, full disclosure, like my Amazon experience is limited to what I described in the beginning of the right. show, which means it's more of a catch-all for uh, all the you know halo traffic, spillover traffic that's generated on you know Facebook and Google for the Shopify-based uh, stores. But um, so the, the key difference in my mind is that first of all, like uh, Amazon has a strict template you must follow, whereas on Shopify you can do whatever you want. You can build the pages the way you want. You can have a lot of flexibility on how the pages look. Uh, the checkout process on Amazon also is kind of rigid, whereas on Shopify you can craft your own funnel, giving um, people upsells, cross sells, down sells, uh, etc. Right uh, opportunities. Then um, you also have the ability to capture their contact information, phone number, and email to follow up with them later. Um, and on Amazon, you tend to have, I guess, organic search traffic. Uh, if you're if you're in a trending kind of niche, uh, almost I guess as a given. Whereas uh, if you if you build it, they will not come on on Shopify. Like you build a very nice Shopify store, but you still need to promote. You need to rank it on search. You need to send traffic to it. So. Um, that component uh, is totally up to you. It's how to get people to your store. Okay. So those are some of the key differences at a very, very high level that uh, that I see. Now, one of the other things a lot of people think about when they think about ads is sales, sales, sales. Mm -hmm. But they don't think about the other, or they might not utilize lead gen. You're right. Tell us a little bit uh, about the differences in advertising or differences to drive external traffic between sales and lead gen. Okay, sure. So, um, I mean, again, in my world, lead gen could mean something totally different. Like I could be generating leads for a mortgage broker, which has nothing to do with e-commerce. Mm -hmm. I guess in, in the realm of e-commerce, what you mean by lead gen is uh, instead of like click here, buy my stuff type ad, which, uh, you know, what everybody almost defaults to. Uh, you build uh, some sort of a uh, lead generation um, funnel, uh, squeeze page, whatever you want to call it, mm -hmm. essentially trying to get people to exchange their contact information with you for some sort of a um, benefit. Could be could be as simple as off offering like a newsletter subscription on your uh, store with a 10% coupon for every person who subscribes, all the way to I've seen... Um, People offering free free plus shipping or even like freebies, um, you know, um, get get a free survival lighter um, and join join the newsletter. Uh, basically, everything in between. Case studies, digital uh, bonuses, whatever uh, giveaways, sweepstakes, really really creative. But essentially, you you're offering them something that is more valuable than their email address. So that uh, they give you their email address, and then you can follow up with them later, telling them about your story, your brand, your products, etc. Um, that's really the uh, the key difference. And uh, some uh, e-commerce brands are very successful in um, in doing that. Uh, they they build their audience, uh, they build a subscriber list, and then they sell to them essentially for free because. They already own that first-party data on their email right. list, and they just send send them email with the actual products. So okay, that's how it works. Fantastic, uh, Kelsey. Why don't we start talking or looking at some of these questions? Okay, and we do have about ten minutes left. Just to let you guys know. All right. Uh, all right. Uh, let's see. From Andrew. Uh, we have a WooCommerce store and an Amazon. Uh, would you concentrate on one or both to send traffic to? Okay, so uh, they basically they have an Amazon store and an external store. Um, it, I guess it would depend on how the uh, traffic is distributed right now. If, let's say, all of your traffic currently is on Amazon and you don't have anything coming to your store, um, and you're tapping out on Amazon, like there's really not much else you can do to 
to um, grow there, I would work on sending traffic to the store and having it highly optimized so your average order value is higher than an Amazon, that you do capture their contact info, you implement email marketing on the back end to sell them even more stuff and maybe send them to Amazon later. I just I just believe that um, you kind of build more uh, value when you own your data, you own your customer, if the conversion rate is comparable. Now, you're going to compare like your earnings per click essentially like if i buy a click on google and send it to amazon versus my woocommerce store and on amazon i make a buck and on my store i make 20 cents well i guess the answer is self-explanatory in that case right. so at the end of the day uh your earnings per click uh will decide like where you want to spend your budget but uh, definitely um you gotta try both and kind of see which one makes more money in the long run considering right. the, the back end and the email marketing and everything all right perfect Okay, uh, next question is from Darwin. Uh, right now, I'm only using Instagram ads with a link to the Amazon product. Should I first start with Google or Facebook first and have it linked to my website instead? Okay, so they're advertising on Instagram, sending people to Amazon product. Uh, my first question would be like, what kind of results are you getting? Uh, mm. You know, are you able to track it through Amazon attribution? Are you able to actually like see what kind of uh, you know, conversion rate you got and uh, what kind of, uh, you know, ROAS you are uh, generating. But let's say that is already successful and the, the Davin is looking for additional ways to grow. Um, so, I mean, Facebook is part of Instagram. So if you're already on Instagram through the Facebook ads interface, uh, it's very easy to add Facebook ads to the mix because you already know the interface, you already have everything in place. So, you know, uh, unless you're doing something different with Instagram that I don't know about, to me, that's part of the same system. So you're just basically showing very similar ads on Facebook that look like Instagram ads. Google will require you to learn an additional traffic system and um, that will take time. Also, remember what I said earlier, like if, if your product is something that people aren't really actively searching for, it's more of that like wow factor on, on, on social, then again, uh, may not be worth it to go on Google. You can check it by going into a Google keyword planner, uh, which is free. You just need to have a, a Google account open and we'll give you rough estimates of uh, monthly uh, search volumes for certain keywords. So if you see there's tons of search volume, go for it. If it's like not worth your time, then maybe just focus on scaling your, your existing social presence, Instagram and Facebook. Very good. All right. Uh, from AMZ Elite, does it make sense to drive traffic to Amazon directly from Google or via a landing page in order to bring better quality traffic? All right. Awesome. I just had a conversation with uh, one of the guys from Dima's Mastermind uh, ah. just last week. So um, I don't have data to back it up because we're not really doing much uh, traffic to Amazon product. But uh, here's the deal. So first of all, um, if you... Like you're not going to be able to use all of Google's available uh, levers to drive traffic to Amazon directly because, um, for example, you won't be able to run shopping ads. You may be able to run search and display, but you won't be able to run shopping, let's say, straight to Amazon. They don't allow that. Um, another thing uh, you have to consider is that uh, your your landing page, your pre-sell, has the opportunity? Well, I just I just gave it away. It's a pre-sale. It's an opportunity to pre-sell your product more to the customer. So when they arrive to your listing, they're like wallet in hand. Like, who do I give my money to? Because it's so great. Uh, sometimes, like an Amazon listing, just like a Shopify page in itself, doesn't do that. You need to have that uh, pre-sale, and we we are using those pre-sale pages with some of our Shopify products as well. Is uh, a long-form sales letter, essentially maybe a video sales letter to boot to kind of pre-sell your product uh, a lot more. So that's what the landing page gives you the opportunity to do. But at the end of the day, like I said, you track results and you see which one works better, which one makes you more money. That's that's the ultimate uh, measure. Okay. okay. Uh, from Howard, is there any source of external traffic that may have negative effects on your listing ranking? Um, well, so honest answer, I don't know, because like I said, I don't really uh, drive traffic to Amazon right now. Uh, but taking one step aside, uh, behind, you know, back and uh, thinking what I know about these systems is 
I think is going to penalize you if you send uh, crappy traffic to it. Essentially, like for for example, I can buy you traffic very very cheaply on uh, Popunder Networks, which basically generates a pop up when somebody visits a website. They, they they cost nothing. Well, not really, but I can generate millions of impressions. But it's really low quality traffic, so I'm sure Amazon has a way of detecting that and say no, no, that's not good traffic. This is not. Uh, you know, high user intent search. Therefore, we may penalize you for that, right? So, uh, I know um, app stores did it in the past to mobile marketers, where they would use like crappy traffic like that to try to get a lot of traffic to the um, app pages to get them to rank. And you know, Google and Apple quickly realized that tactic and said, no, 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 <laughs> yeah, that 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 is bad traffic. We want like high quality, like search and you know, Facebook and whatnot. Yeah, and if you take a look at this too, um, if it's not converting, you are going to hurt your listing and your PPC is going to go up. So one of the things uh, that we like to do is going back to that landing page, get the tire kickers out of the way. If the offer is there and they're interested in the product, then get them over to your page and uh, you'll have a better conversion. Yeah. Also, with the landing page, another thing I forgot to mention, you can pixel the landing page with uh, other traffic sources and then retarget them. Uh, so that's another thing. Like, for instance, you run um, search ads and they go to landing page, go to Amazon, and then you can retarget them on Facebook and Instagram to the landing page from the pixel that's on your landing page, which you wouldn't have otherwise been able to do if you were just driving tra traffic to the uh, Amazon page alone. That's another important consideration that I forgot mm, to mention. Very good. Okay, uh, we have about three minutes left, Norm. How are you for time? Uh, yeah, we can get through these questions. Okay, we got about two left. Um, all right, from Alejandro. We kind of touched on this before, so if we've answered this, we can move on. But considering the exorbitant uh, price of Amazon's PPC nowadays, isn't it better to advertise your product on Google or social media using Amazon's attribution links? Okay, so... Um... Smart as answer. Wait until you see the price on Google and social media. Uh, I don't know what's exorbitant to you, but it, it depends on niche. I mean, I've promoted stuff that was like eighty dollars a click. You know, like legal, legal legion, uh, mass tort. Guess what? It's it's not cheap. But also, uh, don't be afraid of like cheap clicks or expensive clicks. At the end of the day, it comes down to are you able to buy that click cheaper than the uh, money it generates, right? So you can be buying $5 clicks on search on Google, but they are so high user intent that they converse like crazy. Therefore, you're going to make money. Or you can be buying, you know, clicks for 20 cents on, let's say, native ads. And, you know, what's it's not going to convert. So therefore, you're still losing. So at the end of the day, your earnings per click will uh, determine the answer to your question. What is better? That's, that's okay. the answer. I think we got one question left, I think. Um, but before we say that, just in case you're joining us uh, at the end of the podcast, we do have this new this uh, this new section that we want to talk about. Uh, and we were just shooting around ideas about this called Trash My Product. And that's where uh, listeners would provide uh, maybe once a week their product or their listing if you're not afraid to share it. We would go through it, Kelsey and I, from his standpoint, from my standpoint, maybe from the guest standpoint, and um, just give you back some real honest, unbiased, uh, and I, I don't know if you want to hear an unbiased opinion, but uh, we, would give, we would give you our opinion, rate your, uh, rate your listing, and then hopefully that'll give you the enough uh, information that you can go and improve your sales. So we're trying to see if that would be of interest. I know a few of you uh, mentioned that you would. If you think the idea sucks, just let us know. Um, we're just trying to see what we can do to help enhance the podcast uh, for all the listeners. Mm -hmm. So just let us know if you have any comments on that. Don't be afraid to have your unbiased opinion as well. We, we want uh, to know if we should implement this or not. Now, don't forget, hashtag Wheel of Kelsey will get you in to the uh, giveaway today, the $1,000 giveaway um, that Greg is offering his services, uh, his consultation. So anyways, uh, let's get to that last question, Kels. By the way, I think okay. it's an excellent idea with the Trash My Product. You, you like that? Oh, yeah. Like people have it like roast my store kind of in the Shopify world. And yeah. It's, it's, it's fun. And okay, it's, great. It's valuable. It's valuable. So take advantage of it, guys. All right. So if you are interested, email me k at lunchwithnorm.com and put in the subject title trash. And uh, then we can send you the details on that. 
Um, okay, our last question, uh, CoolHand99, what is the best way to get an Instagram reel to link to a page or are reels just for gaining awareness and followers? Ooh, that's, uh, again, I'm, I'm more of a paid ads uh, traffic person, so I'm not as well-versed in organic and I just started touching on Instagram reels. Um, so yeah, I don't really have a good answer for it. Um, I think people are still going through link and bio type thing. Uh, I don't think Instagram allows you to add a link to the page, but also remember you can have a call to action in your reel saying like, go to whatever lunchwithnorm.com and do it that way. Uh, so, um, that's, that's my answer again. Not, not an organic social media guy. Sorry. Okay. Yeah, hey. we got Cindy saying uh, link in bio as well. Yeah, I, I had the same kind of uh, sentiment, but also you can have a call to action in the ad, like, uh, you know, go to blah, blah, blah.com and, and have it in the caption as well. So people can type it in worst case if they're not lazy. Hey, Kels, I just want to make sure we uh, covered all the questions. I know uh, Saad was asking uh, earlier on about asking questions. I saw that he had one about driving PPC traffic. Okay, let me see. Um, it's uh, okay. how do I get organic traffic and orders without PPC? So it's not so much an external traffic question, Saad, but um, getting organic traffic. And now I am, I'm going to go back to an Amazon listing. It's not going to be an external traffic listing, although you can still get external traffic from social media or your... Um, or your uh, Shopify store simply by driving traffic from somebody who's a repeat customer or somebody who's bought your product. You can get them to go over through the insert, through a QR code over to your page, and you could give them an added value product or a product that doesn't exist on Amazon. Um, or it could be just a, a registry. They give you an email address. Now you've got them on the list and you can start targeting afterwards. So that could be a source of external traffic. But if you're trying to get in without any PPC, some people do this. Uh, I'm a PPC fan. I, I want to get eyeballs. I want to get impressions on. But if you want uh, just uh, no sp spending nothing, optimize your listing to a T. Check out your competition. Make sure your listing is equal to or better than the best sellers. Take a look at what they're saying and what keywords, like do a reverse ASIN on them. Make sure that you have your, your titles, your, your bullet points, you know, maximized. You fill in the back end of your flat files. Every field should be added. Uh, your A+, plus, uh, it, it looks good, like it looks engaging, and you're not writing a story. It's bullet points. But you've got the frequently bought together section with your products, if you have multiple products, and not somebody else's products. Add questions. Use um, use Amazon's external tools. They have the listing optimizer. They have the growth opportunities where you can see what they're saying, what you need to do to get more traffic and more sales. So those are some things that you can do to drive clean traffic, like or organic traffic with no PPC. But like I said, I like spending a bit of money and getting more eyes on my product. And by the way, another way of doing this very organically we're going to be doing a, a full training on this, but Amazon posts. Take a look at the episode with Sumner Hobart. Uh, it was Sumner, uh, I believe, that just said, hey, I didn't think he heard me talk about it. I didn't think it was going to work. It's working. And he showed how many impressions he got or clicks he got through to his listing just by using Amazon posts. And Amazon posts is working. And that's another great way for free traffic. So um it's not an external traffic question, but just wanted to give you that uh, that that answer. So I think that's it, unless you have anything else to say, Greg. Um, well, as long as uh, there are no questions, I hope we were able to add value to our community and educate them a little bit on um, different types of external traffic, some of the things to do and not to do. And I know it's very, very superficial, but hopefully, um, you know, I guess, don't be afraid of it. Uh, become a little bit educated about it. Partner up with people who are more knowledgeable uh, with it and uh, test it. And most importantly, track the results because uh, don't, don't be flying blind. 
yeah. that, that's it. Uh, see if it's the right fit for your business. Um, outside of that, um, you know, I don't know if you wanted to spend a couple of minutes on on the veteran uh, subject, since you are a veteran, like we discussed at uh, the Orlando event. I don't know if you have anything to say about that, or how many veterans are in your uh, in your audience. Well, but, I was uh, in the reserve. Yeah. Uh, we have people, Jerry Mendoza, uh, veteran, uh, Dave Apperly. I'm not sure if he's listening right now. He's from 7th Toronto as well. Mm. Um, anyways, yeah, if, you, if, you, if you'd like to talk a little bit about that, where would you like to go with that? Well, uh, I mean, in, in short, like uh, I have a special spot in my heart for veteran entrepreneurs. Uh, just a, a little bit. Show your coffee mug. Yeah, um, so we were just discussing before we went on on record. So like, uh, I was drinking coffee from this mug, which is uh, Arrowhead Coffee Company, a veteran-owned uh, special uh, operator, uh, veteran out of Saint Catharines, Ontario, and it's um, kind of like the the Canadian Black Rifle Coffee, if you will. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so um, I have a a group for Canadian. And you know all other allied uh, veteran entrepreneurs uh, under enlisted to entrepreneur.com. The link is in the um, captions captions below. Yep. Uh, so feel free to join it if if you've uh, been in the service and um, check it out. I've got some uh, trainings about e-commerce, digital marketing, and uh, entrepreneurship in general. And there's some information about the benefits available to veterans, and especially in Canada with the educational benefit and. You know, just a great community of other like-minded uh, folks, kind of like, uh, you know, Norm has. Uh, yeah. Hey, Andrew, thanks for your service. And if you are a veteran, let us know. Uh, you know, we uh, we want to get every, it, what, with especially with your group, you know, just getting everybody in this learning environment that, uh, you know, have something in common. So anyways, uh, we've, yeah, we've got it. We've got the link in the group now. So if you are a veteran, you know, check it out. And, uh, you know, uh, Greg would be happy to have you in the group. 100%. Okay. So I think it's time. Oh, by the way, contact information, sir. What is it? Well, very easy. If you want to get in touch with me, you see my name on the screen. Uh, find me on Facebook or LinkedIn uh, using that. Or if... Uh, you are uh, on Instagram, or you know, recently I started uploading to TikTok. Well, <laughs> it's uh, simply, sorry, it's uh, hour 48 uh, Those who were in the military will appreciate. Um, but uh, that's that's my personal socials. And if you are interested in uh, learning more about the uh, agency, um, the link uh, already appeared in the um, caption several times, but essentially it's h-hour.agency. Um, and um, that's um, where you can uh, learn more about our Google Ads and email marketing services and a few other things that we do. There you go. There's the link. Uh, and you already saw the link for the Veteran Project. So Very good. There's, uh, there's, uh, there's my info. All right. Good. Now, uh, this is the first time you're seeing uh, Wheel of Kelsey. Yes. All right. Stand so back. It's time for the Wheel of Kelsey, and uh, here we go. It's time for the Wheel of Kelsey. I think that gets louder and louder every time. I know. <laughs> what do you do with the volume there, Kels? All right. Well, the people love it. And uh, yes, here it is, the Wheel of Kelsey. Thank you, everyone who entered um this is something we do every single podcast so it looks like you, the uh, wheelio plug-in for shopify it just might be <laughs> <laughs> that's that's like that's a good one actually it, it did help our conversion rate a little bit and got a lot of subscribers for ah. uh, for the new email list so definitely again you have to test it some some people uh doesn't work for them or for their brand but uh it's an it's a cool little uh way to get engagement yep, that's the wheelio uh, app over at shopify that's right all right. I guess so it gives you, us a spin. If you are the winner, please email me k at lunchwithnorm.com and let's see who today's winner is. It looks like it's is it Rick? Howard. Oh, Howard. All right. Congratulations. 
Howard, is, this is going to be awesome for you. And by the way, I got your uh, package today. So, and I, I don't know if Kelsey got the package, but thank you, Howard. I did receive it. Um, it's going to be an awesome, this is the perfect thing for you, Howard. So congrats. Yes, thank you. So uh, we'll uh, get your calendar invite uh, and set up a time and go from there. All right, Greg. Well, thanks for coming on. I hope you can come back and we'll talk about a, a, another, you know, uh, a topic like something specific, maybe Google or one of the other ad mm -hmm. platforms, whatever hot topic is for the for the day. But really love having you on. Hopefully I can see you at one of these events coming up, you know, soon. Yeah. And uh, that's it. Thank yeah, you. Well, yeah, thank you. I'm going to the ClickFunnels uh, event next week and then traffic and conversions the week after in San Diego. So I don't know if you are there, but... Uh, I wish, but okay. uh, my wife would kill me if I did any traveling this month. Uh, <laughs> I was go. away for two months solid. So, okay. <laughs> okay. Thanks, guys. All right, we'll see you later. And uh, all right, everybody. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode uh, about external traffic. We can get into that deeper and deeper and deeper. But uh, anyways, if you're interested, contact Greg. I'm, I don't have an affiliate code. I don't have anything like that with, with Greg. He's just an awesome guy and he knows everything. So um, Kelsey, what do you got to say? All right. So as we said, if you're interested in the Trash My Product, Trash My Listing um, that we were talking about today, I saw uh, Christine had a question. When are we planning to do this episode? So this is still very early on. We're still planning this out. So um, if you are interested in that, uh, just email me k at lunchwithnorm.com. Oh, and we and have you... some other things happening too soon. Yes. Yes. <laughs> we have a, a lot. <laughs> so uh Lots of work to do. Uh, so subject title, trash, and just so I know, and then we can add you all together and keep you informed. Um, so thank you, and also congrats, Howard. Uh, make sure you reach out, k@lunchwithnorm.com. Um, also, uh, don't forget to smash those like buttons before you head out of uh, today's episode. Uh, it really helps. And if you want to do something special uh, for the Lunch with Norm that takes about five minutes, if you can give us a review on Google or uh, Spotify or uh, Apple Podcasts, uh, just leave a review it does a lot for our podcast and it's a way to give back without giving us any money you know so uh don't forget to uh join the facebook group lunch with norm amazon fba and e-commerce collective and uh, that's where all the fun stuff happens if there's uh, pdf resources from guests we throw them over there uh, any questions comments um, we like to throw up these open-ended questions get your opinions on things so um, it's a great place to hang out uh, definitely join it the links are in the description uh, on YouTube and Facebook. So check it out. And if you have any comments, questions, topic ideas for us, you can always reach me, k at lunchwithnorm.com. Okay, fantastic. Thank you, everybody, for coming out today. Uh, we're live every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at noon Eastern Standard Time. We love it if you join live. If you don't, just download the podcast or go to YouTube or any of the other uh, places where it's, um, it, it's uh, posted. Uh, look, our community is growing. It's fantastic. We love you guys. We can't believe how much engagement we get. Um, and we couldn't do this without you. So you guys are awesome. Thank you so much. And we are going to see you on Friday with another great guest. Lunch with the, lunch with the, lunch with the.